The fashion industry, the retail industry, is very conservative. Bringing these digital tools into the hands of the retail is quite a heavy lift. You need to develop and you need to bring solutions that will not just bring the size accommodation, but much more to it. You're listening to Retail Remix, your inside access to candid conversations with the people shaping retail's future. Here's your host, Alicia Esposito. Let's be real for a second. Online shopping has a lot of perks. It's easy. You can do it at any time. You have access to thousands of options at your fingertips. And heck, you could even do it from your couch or your bed. A lot of positive things. The one negative, though, is sizing. I know I've had my fair share of experiences where I'm super excited to get a new dress or a pair of shoes that I ordered, only to rip the package open, try the item on, and it doesn't fit. Well, companies like my size are trying to tackle this challenge head on, and I had the chance to sit down with the founder and CEO of the company, Ronan Luzon, to basically pick his brain about what inspired him to start the company, how the tech works, and how retailers can best embed it into all facets of their omnichannel customer experience to build trust and confidence. So if you're in apparel, footwear, even jewelry, I think this conversation will provide some good insight into why now's the time for you to prioritize this type of fit technology. Listen in. So Ronan, you are the founder and CEO of MySize. I have to ask, what inspired you to initially start the company? Hi, Alicia, and thank you for having me. And I've started my size. Actually, I'm not a big online buyer, but my kid, which back then it was 2013, I believe, he was a big NBA fan. And since we are living in Israel and buying anything from NBA, you must have need to buy it online because there are no NBA stores here. But he was changing team quite often. So even even once a month or once a week, he was changing teams because he was he was a kid. He's still a kid, but much younger back then. And uh, when we buy his new suit online, whether it was from Under Armour or from Nike or from Adidas, sometimes it came a different size. So even though we've ordered the size that we think that we thought would fit him, it actually came too big or too small and. Uh, on some occasions, we need to give it a donation to the neighbors or to family because returning uh, stuff from Israel was uh, you need to pay for them, and sometimes the return was more than actually the product itself. So then I thought that how come actually consumers buying things online today? Because every manufacturer have different sizes and have different cuts, especially if you're buying from Europe or from the US or from Japan, and then you're completely messed up. And the return process is crazy. And then my size came about. Yeah, it really does hit home, I think, for for me as well as an online shopper that depending on the brand you're shopping from, like you said, the cut, the actual fabric, how things are created, there is so much variance in what size you need. And I know that some retailers try to 
offer some sort of size guide or related content to kind of support consumers as they try to find the right size for apparel, shoes. I even have seen it for jewelry, right? Like the length of certain chains so people can get an understanding of how a particular bracelet or necklace may fall on them, which which is great. But I still feel like there are times where it still doesn't quite fit the bill, right? It's not as detailed as, as I need it to be. And I guess my question for you is, why is this still such a pain point leading to those incredible return rates? And like you said, that added cost, not just for the retail business, but for consumers. Because I mean, online is has been growing. And especially over the last 18 months or so now, I mean, it's really surged. So why is it still such a gap, you think? So I think it's mainly psychology. If you think about us as a consumers, when we buy something, it's mainly confident, right? It's how you feel as a consumer, if you're confident enough to buy that pair of jeans or to buy that necklace or to buy that denim or whatever you want to buy. Even if you haven't bought there before, so your confident level is started from very, very low because you don't know how it will fit you. You don't know how the fabric is. You haven't touched it. You haven't been actually to the store and, and feel the fabric, feel, try it on in the fitting room. That's where it all starts, confident. And I think if we as a technology company that will give enough tools, enough aid for the consumer to be easy enough to onboard, and um, to feel uh, online, yeah, digitally, the garment, to actually see, to, to visualize how it will, fit, it will fit on you. And you as a consumer will feel very connected to the process or to the journey that you're doing online. I think that's where all the dots will be connected and, and confident where it, that's where it all starts from. Making the process very easy, like almost seamlessly for you as a consumer, for me as a consumer, for my kids, for my mom, to make this online journey and to create this buying process a digital process. Because today, it's still not really digital. Even if you're buying it, if you have the access to buy this denim online and to buy this dress online, it's still not a real digital process because not all the tools have been actually on board uh, completely. And my size tool is, is one, is sizing and fitting is one of the tools to make this process much more easier. But we still have long to go and we're still creating more tools and more uh, onboarding processes for the consumer that you can buy whatever you want online and you feel like you've been in the store. Yeah, that's a really interesting nuance. Like you can put information online, like you can make it digital, but that actual experience and, and the tools that enable it may not be digitally optimized, right? So like there's a bit of that disconnect. So let's get into how MySize addresses some of these challenges and supports not just consumers, but retailers, right? Because we have kind of been talking about the, I guess, trickle-down effect of inaccurate sizing or those incorrect decisions, right? Increased return rates, higher costs of returns, decreased customer satisfaction. I mean, it seems like you guys are, are doing work there to, to kind of address some of these issues. Right. So it actually all starts for, from the size charts or, or vanity sizing, how the fashion calls them. It all starts from how do we want to see ourselves when we're buying something, when we're buying a garment, when we're buying a denim, all of a sudden we are size zero. What is size zero? Who was size zero ever? 
but it fills us. It makes us feel better when we're size zero, right? Or we feel much better when we're buying something and all of a sudden we're size extra small, even though we always were medium, but now all of a sudden we're extra small. Why? Because the brand, because the retailer wants us to feel much better because it's all about psychology. And that's what buying is, is all about. And this is the process. But when you move it to the online area, that's where it's got complicated because sizing is and size charts are complicated. And some, on some cases, when you're extra small, another brand, you're small or a medium, and that will get complicated. And what, that's what my size is, is all about, is taking all these size charts and actually makes them disappear. For us as a consumer, if, if we were able to create our own ID based on our body, based on our chest circumference, based on our length of arms, based on our inseam, whatever body we have, this is our ID. So if we can build a unique ID that represents us as a consumer and let the retailer find the right item that fits this ID, that fits this body, and he will filter for us what size we actually need in that particular garment. And that's what my size is all about, is we are creating an ID for each consumer that on board, the retailer, we are completely behind the scenes on, on that part. We're taking from the retailer all the different size charts and put it in our backend. So we can have support as many size charts and as many garments on our backend. We have a team of professionals here at my size that review all these size charts and make sure that they actually works. Because in many cases, we see that the size chart don't really work. That they're just putting them on the website just to mark a V that, yeah, I have a size chart, but nobody really checks them. And that's what, one of the things that we are doing here. We check those size charts. We realize that they actually work. On many cases, we actually order garments or check the garments directly. We have today, we have nine sales offices around the globe. So we can check out many brands and many items as they onboard our system. And then we created this kind of mechanism that for the consumer, it's very easy. I just built my profile. If it's those questions being asked or measuring myself with mobile device, I create this profile and that's it. It's a one-time process. And then where every brand that I'm going, the MySize system behind the scene is doing the matchmaking between this ID that I've created and this item that I want to buy. Oh, it's very interesting, especially that matchmaking component to it. So how does this typically look from an experience standpoint? Because I'm always interested to see not just the tools that brands and retailers implement in their online experiences, but how they are embedded into the customer journey, whether it be product pages, the homepage, maybe it's even a microsite in the website so people can learn more about the technology and how it all works? I mean, does it vary depending on your client or are there any set best practices in your mind to make this my size experience the best one possible? Yeah, so um, I'm not a fashion guy. I'm a tech guy, always been a tech guy. And it was really interesting when I started to go into this world and, and understand fashion, understand how retailers think, understand how consumers think. If you are 14 years old kid or you are 50, 60, 70 years old, old mom that wants to buy something. It's a different way of thinking. And uh, we've done pilots and we've done demo groups for different regions. We've set up a team that travels around the world and measure up people. We've been like open booth in different shopping malls and universities 
and we measured people. We gave gift cards, if we can measure you, and we built a profile. We built a database of tens of thousands of people, and we know the Chester Conference of enough people in Asia or in Europe or in the US, and we built an algorithm that knows to enrich profile of users. And I will, I will explain myself. One of the things that we found out that we as a consumer are very lazy and we're very lazy for the right purpose because we want to buy a t-shirt, right? So we don't want to be starting hassled by different questions or now measure yourself or do different things and start working for this app or whatever that at the end, I want to buy a t-shirt for $9.99. So I don't really care about all this. So the onboarding process needs to be very, very easy, almost seamless for me. And that's one of the things that we train the system. So we train the system. We've been we're working with an algorithm that has like a two-step process. So the first step is just we ask you what's the gender, your height, and your weight. And based on these three questions, we know how to build a profile of you, of your consumer, completely anonymous, that we can understand we can enrich your profile with different measurements in your body based on these three questions. Now, that sounds almost like unreal, but that's what we do. And we're working with this in many different brands. And we hit like about 70, 75% accuracy with just these three questions. Now, if you go to step two and you decide to actually measure yourself, because you and me can be the same height, the same weight, the same gender, for, for an instance, but we have different arm length, right? We have different inseam uh, length, so in that we can get the different garments. And if we want to actually measure ourselves, that still we can pick up the mobile phone and even get to step two and really measure our arm length very easily. We just swipe off the mobile phone, still very private. There is no pictures taken, there's no nothing. The process of onboarding, and we've realized this with demo groups that we've done to understand how people, how consumer thinks, why he's leaving the process in the, in, in the middle, what makes a consumer actually finish a process and have fun with this My Size ID tool in the website to get the size recommendation. What is the benefit? Where he feels much more confident. And as you say, you need to put it in the right places. So it's always in the product page. It's always very near the what's your size, the picking your size. Because once you pick your size, psychology, your decision, you are very ready to make a decision. So you're most ready to buy the item and add it to the cart. Because after you select your size, in many cases, the next thing you do is add it to the cart and, and go shopping and pay for it. And that's where the majority of the people get is their confidence level is very important because if you think about even your yourself when you're buying something and if enough you add it to the cart before you buying you think mm, i'm not sure it will fit me i never bought this brand before and maybe i will check the store or i will measure myself again so i will leave it in the cart maybe i will i will come back next time and probably you never come back and then they they lose you as a customer and even if they earn you as a customer, most probably that you will return this item. And that's what we see about 30, 40, even 50%. In Germany, it goes up to 70% return rate because of that lack of confidence. And that's where we are looking in every stage and we are 
gathering so much information in terms of analytics, in terms of where actually consumer click, when they click it, on what stage. Sometimes it sounds so easy. Getting the size, that's it. It's like you're getting the size recommendation, but it's much more to it. It's understanding how to make you as a consumer 80, 70, 90% more confident in what you just added to your cart. Yeah. I think the notion of building trust and confidence is so important because I know I myself have had my fair share of situations where I felt like I've been misled or, or even gotten burned by even something as simple as the content about a specific product, how it's made, the quality of the product, the size and the fit. And I'm wondering how this fantastic technology almost plays into or supports some of the other trends that we're seeing in the online space designed to help build this trust that you're talking about. So for example, I'm seeing more fashion brands show a wider variety of models, you know, of different sizes, different body types, right? So people can kind of get more context into people that look like them, but also like more detailed content information, like so around fabrics, flow of items, materials, even using video to kind of help add, again, more context to this online shopping experience. So do you think that we're kind of building this tech and content ecosystem of sorts to kind of help support this mission of building consumer confidence? Because I think it's very needed. I'm just curious about how all of these elements play into this, I guess, much bigger mission? Like, do you find my size is playing a role in driving that support and that insight for the consumer that's very needed now? Yeah, absolutely. I think that there are two ways to look at that. One, technology is great, right? It's a great tool. And uh, today, many of the things that you've just indicated, the technology is already here. But on the other side, if you too many technology, too many tools on a product page, you just the consumer is getting lost. Technology needs to come in a sort of help because at the end, the consumer wants to buy, right? When we are going to a shop and we want to buy this t-shirt, we want to buy this running t-shirt, that's it. And if you overload us with too much information, probably we get confused. So the information, the technology needs to come and it help and needs to aim, uh, needs to help the, the consumer decision in terms of one of the things that you just mentioned is the wireframe, right? The avatar, how this garment will sit on me. So in terms of I selected the garment, I got a size recommendation, but I'm still not really sure that I'm large or I'm not sure. Sometimes I'm medium, sometimes I'm an extra large. I'm not sure if large is really fits me. Let's see how it looks on me, right? So... And here, and we're playing around, we introduced the avatar on, on NRF in 2019, because when we build the profile, we know your dimension, right? So we can build the avatar of your body with the dimension that you just measure yourself. But we've realized that when you're showing somebody a mirror in front of him, in many cases, he doesn't like to see himself in the mirror. So... And that's what fashion is all about. Fashion is, in many cases, makes the item much more prettier, right? They are in, in the process of selling, selling sometimes the dreams even. But we don't want to be there. We want to be as much realistic as possible. 
but on the other hand, make the reality a bit more nicer, right? So still make it like a gamification of the online process. So we create this avatar, but for example, we create it headless. On some cases, we add a different a skin type or skin color or body shapes or whatever that makes it more realistic and more to understand, to mimic right the, the right user so we can see how the large sits on him and how the medium sits on him so he can make the decision if it's just in between sizes because on, on many cases, you're in between sizes. You fall just in between the medium and the large or between the small and the extra small. And you want to see, you want to make a decision. So it's another step in the way to help you make the decision. And yes, this, all these tools, all this nice technology of, of, of giving you a recommendation on what goes with these pants that you just bought. We can have a great T-shirt that goes with these pants. So we can have a great necklace that goes with this dress that you just bought. But you want to know that they will have it on your size as well, right? So one of the things that today we're doing, because we know the sizes, we know what size fits you in all the catalog, in all the inventory, and we, we know what's in stock as well. So we can give you not just the size, not just how it looks on you and in Avatar, we can give a recommendation as well of items that are in stock and make your immediate decision now and you will get it tomorrow morning in your doorstep. And that's where technology needs to help. It needs to think what your next step will be to help you make a decision on one hand in your next step and on the other hand, help the retailer not to have too much sales and his consumer will end up with returning these items. So one of the things that we have is we collect this data. We built this kind of, a, it's a great word that everybody's using now, an AI, okay, an AI engine. So uh, we collect this data to try and understand who are you, who is the consumer that we're just serving now, and try to think, try to understand what his next step will be. And then bring him the other items that we think will, he will like or she will like. And we know that they are in inventory and we know he can get him if he wants it to, to pick it up in the store. So where he lives and which store have it in stock. All this information helps us to make a decision much faster and show it to the customer on his point of decision making before we add it to the cart and, and check out. Amazing. So where else is... My size placing its bets from an innovation standpoint. I think I read recently that you released a new solution for the resale market, right? I mean, I would love to kind of get insight as the founder and CEO as far as where your priorities are and how you're trying to evolve and advance your technology to adapt to some of the new trends and consumer expectations you're seeing in the marketplace because we're seeing resale really boom right now. Right, right. My size is my fourth company that I'm building. It's the first company which is public. We're publicly traded both in Tays and Tel Aviv and in the NASDAQ stock market. And using this public vehicle, we've been able to raise quite a great deal of, of fund into the company, about $33 million into the company. And using these funds, we've been able to actually bring innovation and quite unique innovation. We have nine patents today registered on our technology. And one of the things that we see on the retail market is the retail market is very slow to evolve. If you think about it, before COVID, 
last 18 months, big brands, tier one brands, most the majority, more than 90% out of the business still came from brick and mortar store. And COVID actually moved it. And you see Nike um, uh, increases their online to 30%, which you think, man, in year 2020, still 90 plus percent of your revenue is coming from brick and mortar. Unbelievable. But that's what it is, that the fashion industry, the retail industry is very conservative. And bringing these digital tools into the hands of the retail is quite a heavy lift. And you need to develop and you need to bring uh, solutions that will not just bring the size accommodation, but much more to it. We're always thinking about, okay, what's the next thing we will bring to make this process much more digital? And we've seen the resale market and the resale market has... uh, one of these, the major obstacle of a resale market is when you want to sell something, you have your Gucci dress in your closet and you want to, you want to sell it. Or I have my Adidas shirt that I have in, in my closet and we both want to sell it. We don't know what size it is because if I put in the large Adidas that I, I have in my closet and you put your Gucci dress, my large is, can be a European large or a US large. These are two different larges, even it's the same brand. So one of the things that we brought with our technology is that we have a merchant and we have a buyer. So there are two sides of this resale market. And as a merchant, when you want to sell something, you can measure the garments that you want to sell by just by placing it on your bed, for example, laying it on your bed, and then pick up your phone and move it over the garment. So the width of the garment and the length of the garment, and we guide you which garment you want to sell, and then we guide you what we want you to measure. And then we build the size chart for you for that particular garment. And then the buyer is doing the same thing as he wants to buy something online. So he just builds his profile by measuring himself or answering the questionnaire. And again, we do the matchmaking. So we can bridge these two worlds by, again, building those trusts, building those measurements from both ends. And there are so many things to it. The next thing is actually make sure that this garment is the real Gucci dress that you're selling and it's not forged. There are so many things to build this trust between these two entities that wants to buy and sell. And that brings us to the next thing, which is sustainability. And we, we all want to guard to keep our planet as safe as possible. And fashion is not doing a good, a good job in that because we are the, all the return process is, is making, is making this, this industry so polluted. So uh, that's the next step on uh, where my size should be. Very exciting. Well, I want to dig into your point around just like that resale fit experience. It seems like my size is doing its due diligence to help kind of bridge that gap between this is the actual garment, this is the physical, so to speak, and applying that, communicating it digitally. I did want to ask before we ran out of time about how you foresee my size playing a role in the store experience, because I know now we're starting to see this demand for um, consumers going back into stores. They want to go into stores, but the fitting room experience is and honestly has for a while been this point of challenge, I think, for many retailers. Like even before COVID, it was how do we make this 
more engaging? How do we connect the dots between the physical experience and the digital one so people can go back to the items they tried on later? How can we continue to nurture those relationships, essentially, if someone is in the fitting room and decide to wait and shop online at home at a later time. So, I mean, do you see this type of technology playing a role in the future of the store and the future of the fitting room? And if so, I mean, what are you thinking about as the CEO of my size and the role that the company could possibly play in this new era? Right. So we recently released the uh, what we call the offline feature inside my size. One of the things that we ask retailers when we onboard their brand on our back end is to get all their catalog. And part of their catalog, other than the pictures and everything, is the barcodes, the UPC codes of the garments. So as a consumer, what we've done is that the retailer is putting some QR codes, stamps across his store. So as a consumer, you can walk in a store, you can scan this QR code, you immediately get your questionnaire or you can measure yourself. After you answer those three questions or finish the measurement process in the store, because there is no pictures, you just move the phone over your body, it's very easy. Then you can scan with your camera the barcode, the UPC code of every garment, and we will tell you what size you need. And even we can tell you if it's in stock, this particular size and how much it costs, and you can buy it through the app or through the web app everything when you're in the store. So everything to do with the fitting room process, if it's in stock, if it's not in stock, even where it's located, if it's a big store, where it's located in the store and connect the store clerk to know that you are there and you're looking for a certain size that it's not on the hanger, everything is being done through MySize app with various connections to the back end of the retailer or the store. So this is one of the things that actually we've seen a demand. It started with, with Levi's or actually with Penty in Turkey. Then Levi saw it as well and wanted the same thing. And, and as you said, consumers are many times doesn't want to go in the fitting room because COVID. Now, retailers sometimes said that, look, because of COVID, we have a process of cleaning up uh, the items after somebody uh, wore, them, wore them or we need to put it in quarantine after we bring them back. If we can digitize the process, even when a consumer comes in and when he bought something online, we want to track him. We want to help him because if he comes in the store, we know who he is. We can help him even better. So he doesn't need to remeasure himself or he doesn't need to start inquiry again what items we see in a store and what size he is. He already has this information in the palm of his hand. Another thing we've done, we've done a partnership with GK Software. GK Software is a huge uh, POS uh, system vendor that once you're in the store, we can connect already to the POS and have your transaction already ready-made and you can pick up in the store or pick online or send it to your house. Everything can be done in a store environment. So in-store experience is something that we've uh, we just recently launched and it's working and it's uh, it's a very nice experience for the consumer and consumers like loves it. So exciting. So with that, I mean, we're at the top of our conversation, Renan. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time. But before we close out, 
I always like to end things with, I guess you could say, a spin towards best practices, key considerations for our listeners who are largely in the retail space. They're always trying to improve the customer experience and, and trying to figure out what technologies and, and applications can support them. So I guess this is a bit of a two-pronged question. I guess question one is what key questions or considerations should they keep in mind as they strive to improve the omni-channel fit experience, whether someone is shopping online or, or in the store? And most of all, how can they determine not just what technology they should implement, but how to embed it into the experience as seamlessly as possible. Because your point earlier really resonated with me that it's sometimes too much technology is a detriment to the customer, right? Like you just have to look holistically at the experience and figure out if it makes sense for them. So, I mean, do you have any closing thoughts or recommendations around how they can kind of piece these strategic points together to build that best experience possible? Well, Yes, we thought about it a lot when we developed MySize, we developed the solution. And the thing is that always look on the consumer journey. Uh, think that at the end, the consumer wants to finish transaction and the measurement process is always a burden for him. But on the other side, it increased his confidence. So make this process as smooth as possible. Look at if it's a questionnaire, as less questions as possible. Understand and see, even if, a customer is is reluctant or for example is she wants to buy lingerie and she wants to have another measurement to make her confident even better so that solution that you're selecting is have the ability to add this extra real measurement if it's a chess conference or whatever other measurement that will make the confident of your consumer even higher on particular garments and that's where you need to select a technology that is agile enough on the consumer journey. That's one thing. The other thing is the technology have enough features to support your today needs. If it's a, the brick and mortar store experience, if it's a, a, the future need, if you're going to have an open, if you open a brick and mortar store, these kind of things. And to support as well the return process. One of the things that we haven't discussed is, is the return process. Customers still return. If Even after they measure themselves, they still return. You need to understand, you need to get into a position that you will learn as much as you can on your customer behavior. If you send something back, why send it back? All the information should be in one place. Because when you integrate today, again, a lot of technology tools, then you find yourself in a data mess. You have so many data in your hand that you need to hire another person now to actually figure out what data you have to figure out how do we get some insights from this data. But when you put all this data in one place and you have an insight, you have this AI engine that actually try to understand and gives you insight from this data. So this is one of the things that will make your business even better, that gives you a decision of, of how to sell better. Or if you have a problem in your production batch because all of the items got returned because of different sizes. So you can have some insights on different processes in your organization. So always look the tool that you are selecting because when you onboard a tool, the onboarding process, it's a hassle on, on many cases. Try to have this hassle or this tool that you onboard give you as much options for now and for the near future 
and for the consumer as well. Love it. Well, Renan, thank you again so much for taking the time out. It's always fascinating to hear firsthand from the folks who help build these companies and scale them, what your priorities are, and, and some of the innovative things MySize is doing. So thank you again so much for taking the time. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Really a pleasure. And to all of you, thank you for joining us for this episode of Retail Remix. If you have any follow-up questions for Ronan or any feedback for us, we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line on Twitter at rtouchpoints or on LinkedIn at Retail Touchpoints. And if you love this conversation or have any other feedback for us, please leave us a review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Frankly, anywhere else you listen to podcasts, we are likely there as well. Share some feedback, drop us a comment, and leave us a review. It'll help us ensure that we are having the most timely and relevant conversations possible. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Retail Remix. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. Until next time, keep mixing it up.